Welcome to the Chase Merrill Podcast. I am your host, Chase Merrill, and we are all about helping people get freed up from what's holding them back so they can build up who they were made to be. If you want to help us continue to make an impact with this podcast week in and week out, consider joining our new Patreon community. For as little as a cup of coffee a month, you can be a part of helping us get the message and mission of the podcast out to more people more effectively. This is a way that we can come together as a community and you'll get access to behind the scenes stuff, additional resources and content and so much more for just as little as $5 a month. You can head over to chasemerrill.com and click Patreon to jump in and get started. Now let's jump into today's conversation. Okay, this is the first time uh, that this has ever happened before on the Chase Merrill Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I have with me today uh, three of my five senior boys, men, 12th grade life group members from the uh, the year of 2020. Let me let me name them off real quick because if you're here and you are just listening, you're not gonna be able to see. But we are we're doing something that I've never done before, and uh, we've got a Zoom with with the four screens, and this is gonna be a ton of fun. I've got Tyler Woods to my left up in the screen here, um, and below him is my uh, my my other dude here, Jonathan. What is your middle name, Jonathan? Jonathan Daniel. Daniel. That's right. So strong. Jonathan Daniel Holder, and then Peta Patrick Williams with me on the podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for Ooh. having us. Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. So this is uh for for the people that are that are listening to this podcast. This has been a a, a journey of fifty two conversations. Uh, we are continuing that journey. This is going to actually be uh, episode thirty. I believe this is episode thirty one or thirty two. I don't remember, but it'll be on the it'll be on the tagline. So we are we're well over halfway. Uh, but when this whole thing started, and I began to think about those fifty two conversations and fifty two different people who made an impact on my life, and I wanted to share with the world those people in those conversations it was pretty uh, evident probably right out of the gate how uh, there was going to be some way somehow we i could sit down with this group of guys who i got to have and lead and be a part of their lives in a really pivotal season crazy season as the the season of covid uh, kind of entered the world in your guys senior year of high school as holly and i were just coming out of being your high school youth pastors and kind of, we were still technically in that role as COVID was kind of coming into that because it was like halfway through your senior year, yeah. Yes. Right, because you guys were you guys started, to, yeah. So it was 2019, fall 2019. Yeah, you guys started, and then we we you know COVID kind of came in that February March world and in 2020, and that's where everything went to the crazy, and uh, and that's and that's really where we bonded. That's really where we came all together. Uh. So I don't really know uh, how this is going to go based on the way I know our conversations have gone before in person and <laughs> the amount of uh, the amount of un unknown and unplanned. But uh, I just am so pumped that you guys are here and uh, the three of you and we're missing uh, Brenner and we're missing Daniel, uh, who are a part of this group of uh, like this, this life group, high school life group. Uh, but but just super pumped you guys could be here tonight. So okay, let's go right into it. Let me introduce you guys officially so people can just get a snapshot uh, of who you are and just where you are in the world right now. So kind of just that that world for people to kind of get to know you if they don't know who you are and they're not able to see your face. Just 
give him a snapshot. I'm going to start with uh with my top left very beginning Tyler uh T Dub T Woods. My uh my I'm telling you dude, I'm telling you I'm thinking about that. I'm I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that story. I've got a story I'm excited to to get to jump into. But Tyler, will you introduce yourself? Give me give me a little snapshot. Who who are you, bro? All right. Well, um, my name is uh, Tyler Woods. Um, been in Olympia all my life. Um, in a fun season, I just you know graduated from Whitworth University in May. Played football. I went to school there for three years. Um, got a degree in business management, and I am and, currently. And I just I, we got to pause you. Congratulations, man. That's a big deal. Like, yeah, we're. I don't know. If, Go yeah, Bucks. You. you yeah you. Go Bucks. John was there for a brief time. Yes, sir. But but let's be let's be honest. When John when Jono's brief time is like, it's like the normal man's like like if like <laughs> if he was there for a semester, it's like the normal. It's like a normal man's two years. <laughs> he goes all in. So we'll come back to Jono. But yeah, so you just graduated, uh, with with what kind of degree from Whitworth? Uh, bachelor's in business management. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, every, every, you know, son's dream is to move back home after graduating. So that's what I did. Um, I'm currently living at home, working on getting certified to be a financial advisor. Um, and also, you know, doing a lot of projects, a lot of manual labor. Um, I've got some stuff on the side that I'm working on as well to continue making money. But uh, financial advising is, you know, where we're, where we're headed. Yeah. That's awesome. I know people won't, uh, if they don't, if they're not watching, they're just listening. I mean, all three of you gentlemen bring some physical prowess to the table here, but, uh, you just mentioned physical, like labor, manual labor. Did you, you are, uh, you are one of those like solid, like you kind of, you, you look like you were made to play football and you, you did play football kind of, kind of dudes like you, you're still putting some work in. I just saw you pretty recently, here at the church and you still you still look like you could throw it up in the weight room still working on it I my uh my last season of football I had some back injuries so it's definitely scaled a lot back from you know weight training I would do for football but you know I I do still enjoy the gym it was never a chore to go to the gym I always enjoyed it yeah so we'll we're, we'll come back to uh kind of where we got connected in just a moment. Let me let me continue to introduce the rest of these dudes. Jonathan Holder, you're next on my on my on my my rundown. Who are you, bro? Introduce yourself. Let people let the people know, Jono. Oh man, dude, the not come prepared. Uh, well, thanks for all being here, guys. Thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, to my podcast, Shut up, dude. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, like Tyler, yeah, I'm from Olympia, grew up here my whole life. Um, fast forward uh, 20 or so years, I was with Tyler uh, all throughout high school. Uh, well, not all throughout high school. Most of our high school career, we were at Olympia High School together and doing that thing at Ole. And then Tyler went on and won state at Tumwater uh, for football and me and Tyler weren't really friends at that point. We didn't really know each other that well. We kind of knew who we were, I would say. Um, I didn't really know who Patrick was at all, uh, and we'll get into how we all met. But uh, me and Tyler kind of reconnected at the in the life group, but also uh, we got 
stuck together in the same dorm room at Whitworth in the same like <laughs> dorm hall. So he had to walk past me more times than he probably wanted to <laughs> there. Uh, and my transfer reason was I did I wanted him to graduate peacefully, so I left. Yeah. So that he could do that. Dude, what a friend. <clears throat> I know, man. I, I'm gonna lay myself down. It's always thinking about uh, others. But yeah, so Tyler is one step ahead of me. He's graduated. I'll be graduating uh, in the spring of 2024 from PLU in Tacoma uh, with an economics degree in a business uh, administration minor. And I have no idea what I want to do. Uh, I'm living at home as well, free rent. Uh, always with the fam, which can kind of be some turmoil at times, but you know, uh, right now I'm the worship intern at Living Water. Yes, you are uh, in Olympia, and I'm having a blast doing that. And I'm just kind of trusting God with what's next, whatever that is. Yeah, it's awesome, bro. That's awesome. Okay, Patrick, P Dub, uh, you uh, you weren't a high school senior, uh, in Correct. this in this season. So maybe uh, be introduce yourself, kind of the snapshot, but but uh. Yeah, maybe maybe for people that are like, wait a minute, if if they did know you were high school, but you weren't the same grade, what what? How are you into that? You know, into this this uh, circle, into this conversation tonight? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm Patrick Williams and Chase. Thanks for having us on. I'm super excited to be here. Um, so I was actually a 2019 graduate, um, but came home from college and was working and reached out to Chase, and I was like. I want to get involved at Living Water. Like, what can I do? And he was like, I got the job for you. Let's co-lead the senior life group. And I was like, awesome, let's do it. Um, so now fast forward a little bit. Uh, I'm actually in the Chicago area right now, about an hour north in the Navy. Um, my official rate is a corpsman, but for the past few months and for the next few months, I've been doing security, night shift. Um, and been really enjoying that. Uh, I bought a house over here. So Let's go. kind of an untraditional living situation for someone in my situation. Usually I would be in the barracks. Um, right. But God has made some things work out for me. And yeah, um, just pretty much been working over here. Yeah. So this, this group for, for those that are listening, this group of guys, so we, we came together. I knew when it came to uh, where we were at Holly and I, as youth pastors at Living Water in Olympia, there was, uh, I, I knew I wanted to lead a life group of guys. And we had been doing life group, you know, where it was, we had our youth group on Sunday nights, but then there was this, this desire to kind of have a smaller environment where you really could kind of get to know each other and grow in your relationship with the Lord and challenge each other, really be there for each other. That wasn't going to happen on like your normal church youth group Sunday environment. And so we, 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 we wanted to do life groups with these guys and Hollywood took the, the 12th grade girls. And I was like, I'm taking these 12th grade, 12th grade, 12th grade guys. And uh, 12th grade uh, senior year is kind of the year where most of the time, like historically, like that's like the checkout year. That's the, like the last thing, you know, on most seniors minds is like how I'm going to stay or get connected more into like a, like a youth group. Uh, Cause there's all this stuff coming like the graduation, like the jobs and the things in the future college, all that stuff, you know, a lot of times, 
you're just sports and all those things are like the or extracurricular so like church and that kind of stuff is usually like long gone you know underclassmen maybe junior year um but there was something unique about this group of uh of the four of you and patrick that came together we got to give brenner and daniel a shout out because they couldn't be here tonight on the call but they were very much so a part of this thing as well and we love them and they're i mean just crazy how the lord brought it all together but but there was something that you know unique about this uh this this group I, i'll remember when the the first kind of gathering was <laughs> was scheduled like I was like, I had snacks. I it was ready to go. Holly, I don't remember Holly had this this the girls, but I was ready to have these guys over. And you know, I, there wasn't a ton of the senior guys that were like, you know, uh, I I knew would would be all in, but like I I, I threw the invite out at least to, to to a few, and I was expecting a few to show up at my house that first night, but but only one, one showed up at my house that first night, and at and uh, and it was uh, it was Tyler Woods. And at that point, Tyler, like, I, I didn't really know you that well. Right. I mean, like, can you, like, can you, do you remember that night where you came over and it was just like, what up, dude, I've got like four boxes of Oreos and like Doritos. You want to like, just start eating these or like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, looking back, I'm so thankful that it went the way that it did, but in the moment that was the last thing I wanted to happen. Yeah. Um. Just because I was, I think I was still pretty new to the whole Living Water youth group. I mean, yeah. I'd done youth group before at like the church with my family, but um, hanging out with Cole and like going with him, I really didn't know anybody. But I had met you. Um. But yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting it to be just you and I the first time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think you had my favorite Doritos, the purple ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was good. Dude, this but just because it... just because this is like like I I haven't I don't know if I've had Doritos since that night. I I'm not even kidding, I'm not being exaggerated, but like I just was I was feeling it tonight. And this is like mm-hmm. this is this is sweet and tangy barbecue flavor, just in case you can't see. And uh it's delicious. By the way, my wife if she was listening to this episode, she would be you know, pretty disappointed to me, but you know what? I gotta push. I gotta push through Holly, that. Holly, Holly, sit this one out. Don't, <laughs> don't give it a listen. We'll edit that out actually. And past, past, uh, past ten p.m. at night, it's it's hard to to really have you know the right kind of filters for the the food. And uh, there you, it brother. is, cold fish. Let's go. Let's go. Podcast snacks in the in the late the late hours. Uh, so we did. We met. I think. I, I think we met at the the comp the youth conference. Right. I think that's probably where we met that first time. Yeah, um, and so that we, was your your junior year. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was right after I transferred to Tumwater. It was like a week or two after the yeah. people I kind of met roped me into going. Yeah, yeah, and and so going into this life group, it was like okay, I I really didn't know what to expect except for I just knew I I wanted to. Part of my part of my heart was this: like whoever was gonna gonna actually show up to this thing over the course of this year. You know the way that Holly and I had 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 talked about it was like this is probably going to be our last year in youth ministry kind of with where things are and uh we know where we're going into you know young adult ministry and we were leading kind of young adult ministry at that time and then the intern program um we had transitioned out of youth officially to west and amanda wimberly and and there was just this i i I wanted to kind of go 
this is my last hurrah, if you will, with these guys. And I want to, I want to make sure their senior year has a guy that's going to be there for them to just walk with them and navigate the difficult things of transition out of high school, you know, just normal life uh, transition of high school season. And, uh, and so, you know, that September to December, you know, we, we kind of all slowly started to connect and Patrick, I mean, I was so pumped when you came back and you're like, yeah, man, I want to be involved. Like, it was just, I, I could not, I could not have been more pumped to be like, all right, like to have another dude in this circle of guys that are, is able to kind of be, you know, like connected in, in a close age of season, but also like, man, you're, you've got wisdom beyond your years. And so I knew it was just going to be a great fit to have you uh, in, in the group with us. And, and then just the dynamics. So, I mean, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, Jonathan, you, you mentioned you knew Tyler from Olympia, but you guys didn't really like hang out at lunch, you know, every day back when you guys were there together. Yeah. Nope. I <laughs> No, we, we like, I think we maybe shared some friends, but we really didn't do anything together. Yeah. And then, and then Daniel was at Olympia high school. Uh, yes. Yeah. But also like, did you guys have, like any like friendship circles with him no i don't feel like there was any like and then brenner what 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 school was brenner at uh capital 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 i was like i couldn't remember if it was timber timberline or cap or north thurston at capital so like only dude holding it down at capital it was just this like it was just this ragtag group of dudes like had no connection to each other outside of like it just i like literally was the lord that brought us all together because of what we were about to experience together when when uh when March 2020 February 2020 began to hit <laughs> so so yeah. to to f- you know for, for for me why why we were having this conversation tonight like why the the three of you and and you know for the five of the group uh are here is be- it, it's because of how meaningful those relationships that we got to develop over that time uh really were like this was a, this was a very, I've been a part of church and ministry for a long time, a long time. Uh, and throughout that year, I, I could, t- I could not stop telling people about the, the, this group, about the group that was being developed. And like, I could preach a message on Sunday or lead worship or all of those things that I think in the ministry space at times, it can feel like that's whatever. That's like the stuff that is more, I don't know, it's more pursued but I told people like I was, I was constantly like, if I could do one thing right now in all of the ministry stuff, if it was just one thing, it would just be with this group of guys. Like this, this would be it. And I would be, I would be more than, I would be more than fulfilled and, and, and more than like just pumped about it. Uh, And, and it was absolutely genuine. Every single piece of that was, was exactly how I felt. And, and so uh, going into, going into the end end of the fall winter season of 2019, uh, give me a little bit just of like where you guys were at. Let me, let me go, let me go Jono for a second. Okay. So you, you came into this thing and we had had some experiences together. I think we got, I think we went, was it earlier that year we went to a Mexico mission trip or was that the year before that was, that was that year. It was 2019. Uh, it was my senior year. Yeah. It was your senior really? year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cause Patrick went. Yeah, I did. What that was heck? your senior year. Okay, so me and Patrick knew each other because of that. That's right. Okay, that's that was the connection. Where, that was where I met Jono and yes. Brenner. 
I had met yes. both of them, but that was where I really connected. And that's with where John I and met Brenner. Okay, first that's time. so weird. Okay, that's right. There was that little overlap there. That's right. Yep, okay, yep. so 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 Mexico's missions trip kind of yeah. expedited expedited yeah. some of the relational pro, you know processes there. <laughs> okay, we 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 need to share this one piece of yeah. the whole trip in Mexico went perfect. Uh, there were no injuries throughout it. And I remember Chase saying something like, you know, like, yeah, that's like pretty rare for a mission trip to have like nothing go wrong. And it was all like really smooth and great. And we did it a was. great job. It was. And the, the Lord moved. Yep. And for some reason, I felt compelled at some point to get a ninja star on while we were out in Tijuana somewhere, like out in the town. And I put it in my backpack and kind of left it there the whole the whole trip. And then we literally are like packing up to leave Tijuana. And I'm putting on my backpack and I swing it around. And I slice open Brenner's like entire arm. Oh. I mean, that was that was a big moment for me and him. <laughs> you guys bonded, you bonded yeah, yeah. through blood, dude. That was Bud brothers. Literally. We were, yeah. we were, we were, we were right there. We were packing our bags up to get on the bus to get to get back to the airport. And I was like, I just, I couldn't believe, man, we made it a whole week. And and I, that technically was my first mission trip that I had led as a youth pastor. I'd been a part of them before, but I was like, I just can't believe it. And then a freaking ninja star pops out of Jonathan's bag. Oh, obviously, pokes through because it's a sharp ninja star. A legitimate, not fake one from you know the 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 streets of Tijuana, and it just happens to just mix with Brenner's arm, and now yeah, now he's gonna yep. have a piece of you in that way, and, and remember who you are for yeah. the rest of his life. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, good. yeah. He he handled it really well. I I don't know if there could have been a better guy that you could have cut with the Ninja Star than Brenner. Farm. No, and we will still joke about it now. So it's we're all good, me and him. Yeah. What was okay? So jumping into that season, guys. What was it about? What's something that you recall about that season of of being in this life group that you like? What was something that kept you coming, right? Because like I mentioned, like being being in a busy senior year, and it wasn't like we you had developed these relationships your whole high school career with with this group of guys. Like these were pretty fresh and new relationships. So there was this, you know, for all intents and purposes, like it wasn't like you you had anything to you didn't owe anybody anything in this group per se because you hadn't been like best friends with everybody for years and so they were just kind of, it was like a brand new kind of mixture of relationship what's something that you would say like kept kept you coming back that was like part of what was the value or the impact for you to just be a part of that time together in that in that season i can lead us off here i Do got it. two answers right off the bat Do one was i I still remember, I don't know the moment, but I remember how excited I was to find out that Chase Merrill is our life group leader. Okay, now we have to go because Chase is our leader <laughs> and all the other groups must suck because we have Chase. Like that, that was my thought process was like, I'm so lucky that I get to have Chase. And I didn't really care who the guys were that showed up that first night of like, Hey, we're all going to meet up in like corners of the room and see who we were at. Cause I didn't really care. Like I had chase. So that was thought one of why I'm going to come because chase is here. Um, but two, it was also just in the heat of Corona where kind of everyone was locked down. 
Uh, no one's really doing anything. And this was a group of guys who was willing to like, yeah, let's go have a bonfire at Tyler's house and let's sit two feet apart and not 10 feet apart. Yeah. Um, and just like c- kind of not caring about those small things and going through that season as normally as we could with some Zoom calls in between there. Uh, but it just kind of made life feel more normal Yeah. and give purpose to that season that was really hard and crappy and and really weird yeah 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 thanks for sharing bro i, I appreciate your your uh your kind words as well it, it, yeah i mean it just um i i just for i'm having all of the the memories flooding back when i'm thinking about just that the beginning of that time of being like just so pumped i could i could care less about all i mean i all the other stuff was great but it was just like i could not wait to connect and hang out with you guys so i i felt mutually just as like yes these are these are the dudes all right who who else something yeah. something from that group that season that that what kept you like motivated you to be a part of it like or impacted you in a significant way you want to go tyler yeah um <clears throat> i think for me you know, just to kind of give context, um, I'd kind of, I'd grown up going to church and, you know, parents who love Jesus. And so I'd been around that. Um, but high school, you know, I, I had a hard time. Uh, it was, you know, some ups and downs. I spent a lot of time trying to find something to, you know, fulfill what I was, you know, thinking that I needed. Yeah. And that's kind of how I ended up at, you know, living water. And then, you know, just, you know, from the first meeting, just me and you, I'm just like, I know that I need it as much as I, you know, maybe don't want to be here or it's uncomfortable. But, you know, as we got going, I, I didn't really have friends that I could talk about the things we've talked about. And, you know, I really just needed God really during that time. So yeah, that was kind of the biggest thing for me, just having a group of guys where it was literally, I played football, Jono does music, Brenner does theater, and then Daniel's really smart. And then yeah. P-Dub wasn't even in our class and then right. Chase. So it's like, we got the band of misfits, but it just worked so well. Yeah, it did. And I yeah. remember us standing in a circle in youth group for the first time, like, okay, go meet with your group that you're going to be meeting with. And I'm looking, I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> like, how is this going to work? Yes, it worked out yes. so well. And it was exactly, you know, what I was needing. So I think that's kind of why I kept coming back. It's just because I'd, I'd been looking for something like this all of high school yeah 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 so good dude p-dub yeah that's good um so originally what got me there in the first place was i was also dealing with some pretty hard changes in my life and i just i needed to be closer to god um and chase you are one of the people that does such a great job of exemplifying what it looks like to live the life of a man of God. And so I reached out to you because one, I wanted to be able to be around you and um, kind of look to that example. And two, I wanted to be able to 
give back and help others um, who weren't that far behind me. Um, yeah. It was kind of unique because I was only one year ahead of these guys. And so I just needed a group to be around um, where I felt like I could actually like help and impact people because at work, like I can, but it's, it's just not the same. Sure. And then uh, what, what kept me coming back was um, like the group of people and seeing the way that like these young men leaned on God in their own lives. Um, like they honestly taught me just as much as I felt like I was able to teach them and help them out. Um, and like Tyler was talking about just the, the uniqueness in each person. Yeah. Um, like even though we were all so different, um, that uniqueness is kind of what made it so interesting and made it work for us. I feel like is yeah. everyone had different interests and different things to bring to the table, which kept it fun and different each yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was something about getting to just be immersed in your, in each other's lives for that season. It it was like, it was like, um, COVID would kind of, kind of, and it was like, the metaphor kind of like I think about when I think about that season, it was like we were all in an elevator that got stuck and, and there was no, we had to wait to kind of for somebody to come and help get us out of there. And we were there for like hours and hours and hours. Like that was how COVID kind of made this little like capsule of like, you guys are like the relate the relationships you you've got, you know, you kind of either got to lean into them or you just got to isolate during that kind of season. And, and I watched you guys, you know, come in into that season and just like, you know, lean in even with those differences. And it wasn't the the common interests that that bonded bonded us. It was I mean, ultimately, it was around that Jesus was at the center of this. And we were all in some degree, you know, on that journey of wanting to continue to grow and become men of God. And, and you know, for me, I just love helping young men. Uh, you know, st- I had so many great mentors in my life that were like that were just there that were there to be there that were there to let me call. And I definitely have not answered my phone as much as some of the great mentors in my life did. So <laughs> you all, you all have experienced, that. <laughs> you've all experienced that, but you know what I love about all of you, especially the three here, you know, that are, that are able to listen to this right now uh, or be a part of this conversation right now is, that, and Patrick, I just told you this the other day, uh, you, you haven't given up. <laughs> yeah, but even with my even with my lack of uh responding you know in a timely manner or or answering the phone call you keep calling or texting and your uh your relentless pursuit has been has marked me has been, has made a massive mark on my life uh but the way the way i watched this progression over that year of you know like let the the sports jock, if you will, you know, in, in, in Tyler, who's, you know, just playing on a championship high school football team and John O who's not playing on a championship high school football team, but like Tyler mentioned, you, you, John, you got a musical skill that is ridiculous. Like your, your ability to play trumpet is like, I know there's, there's great trumpet players out there, but it's ridiculous, man. And then there's all the other stuff that's like, electric guitar and you know you're singing and leading and and all that stuff now which is just amazing too but like there was this you had this unique skill that you worked really hard at developing and your dad obviously was a huge part of that too you know but but it was like 
you you couldn't you guys couldn't have been on different like ends of the spectrum of like you know just interest in like what we what we would be bonding over and and yet we would jump on these marco polo video threads right and and man i good lord thank god and also like not thank god for marco polo but but marco polo kept us like you, you guys would like give updates about your day or your week or whatever and so i begin to watch where i i did not have to be i remember i remember this moment like it was as clear as day like or i can remember it as clear as day there was this moment during that season where i began to take a, a listen and watch this marco polo thread of the four of you guys communicating and talking to one another and it being invested in each other's live life like asking questions or like cheering each other on or like i'm praying for you or like giving giving counsel or wisdom or advice and i was doing nothing i was like i wasn't the glue holding any of it together because the relationships that had become that had been developed actually were real and you guys were like for each other and i just got to go like this is so cool like this is so rare. How do you do, how does this happen? How do you get this in, in like a six to nine month time period where like, there is just, there's not anything that makes sense to why this is all coming together. And yet here's Tyler, you know, listening to Jono talk about, you know, something he's going through with, you know, it's probably had to do with just a relationship thing, which we'll have to have a whole section of this podcast to talk about uh, Bro, I- <laughs> for, for just you alone, Jono, but, but for everybody yeah. else. No, yeah, but, yeah. but then, but then to have there be like everybody jump in and be like, dude, you know, like, man, here's a, here's a thought or like, no, you got this. Or it, it just was, it was so cool. Cause it was so mutual. Everybody was really for each other and it wasn't fabricated and it wasn't forced. It was like, you could tell there was genuine care and relationship a community that had been built over this season. And, uh, and that's something that I'll, I, I will never forget that there was, that there is an ability where if even in the craziest of circumstances of life where like COVID, like nobody saw COVID coming or knew what the heck that was even going to be like it was. And even in amidst all that, there was an ability to develop authentic community and relationships that were genuine, vulnerable, real, and meaningful. And it happened over the course of, six to nine months and really with no common denominator of interest outside of Jesus being what brought us together. And I just like in life now, like relationships still aren't easy, like to develop like that. Like there's still, there's still a lot of work. And I think there are times even in my life or, or I listen to this in other people's lives where they like long for a taste of that kind of community in their life, but it, everything gets busier and families start to, come you know happen and then new jobs and new opportunities careers and moves and all of this stuff in life starts happening where it's like we think the things that are the things we really want are like out there and people will just kind of be an accessory to those things whether it's the you know graduating college with this degree or whatever it is and in and i continue to see this now how many people have completed something that they thought they they needed to have completed in their life to find some satisfaction and fulfillment and and yet they're alone and left without any real meaningful relationships and uh and i just i will remember that season and and go that was that was beautiful man and the fact that we maintain and still do 
have a Marco Polo thread three years late, three years later, that is not, it's not as active as right, right now as it has been in different seasons. But like the fact that that thing is still alive and it wasn't just like everybody graduated and was like, happy, go on with your life. I mean, we maintained Marco Polo pretty consistently for like a year and a half, two years mm-hmm. after that yeah. season. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I mean, even for Brenner, who's not here, I mean, we just heard back from Daniel today for the first yeah. time in a while. So we know he's alive. <laughs> yeah. We haven't heard from him for a while. But, yeah. you know, as far as like me, like me and Brenner stay up to date pretty regularly still. Just because um, I've gone down to California and I'd seen him. In case you don't know, we know Spider-Man. Brenner is a Spider-Man at Disneyland and does the stunt shows. So I've gone down and seen him. He's crushing it. We love him. Yes. And so, you know, him and I will call. We, we talked a lot while I was in school still. And we still talk on the phone from time to time. So uh, he's lame for not being on here, but yeah, we certainly do, you know, keep in touch and it hasn't, you know, gone away. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's real. Like you, you chose to go see him and, and hang out with him. You know, when you went down there, you know, from what I remember was last year, the year before you and you and Andrea and visited him there. And like, I mean, that, like that's that says something about you know so, some something that was genuinely developed over over that that course of time. Uh, John, are you were you you were gonna say something? Or was that? Uh, no, say? yeah. I mean, I was just gonna kind of tag along with uh what you were saying, Chase, and some of what Tyler was saying. But like that, we there's a picture of me and Tyler, uh, in freshman orientation at high school. And it's me, it's like Tyler, me, and then it's Jake Dowdy, who is my roommate. And I knew Jake from middle school and I didn't know Tyler. So it's like the weirdest order of people all in one row. And so there's a picture of us there. And then there's a picture of us like freshmen at Whitworth. Uh, And like Jake was my roommate and Tyler's across the hall or right down the hall. I kind of forgot a little bit. But just to like, that's just kind of one thing of like the Lord's hand is like pretty like clearly at work yeah. throughout those uh, relationships. And I, unlike Tyler, I have not like flown to Disneyland and met uh, Tom Hall- Holland, a.k.a. Brenner. Haven't done that yet, <laughs> um, but it does sound fun. He's one step ahead of me. Uh, but I mean, even just like to have the Marco Polo thread be alive, like you were saying, and to have uh, the Zoom call now means a lot just to keep the group together and keep it alive. So, yeah, the 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 thing that's been cool for me to like a privilege for me to still in and the thing that when I think about my life and like, you know, like I think about life very I think about life often in the terms of like impact, like what what am I doing that's making an impact? Like, I think about that question a lot because I, I want my life to to matter in a way that isn't just for me, right? Like, I mean, I really do want it to be poured out into the things and really to into the people that um, that it's going to make an impact on. And and so I ask that question a lot. And, and there's times where I, I go, man, and all that I'm doing as a pastor or in ministry, it's hard for me sometimes to really believe that some of the stuff that I'm 
putting my time and energy into is actually making an impact or that people are caring as much as I care about it, you know? And that was probably part of my fear of, of leading that group. And I wasn't afraid of like insecurity of, of, well, no, I'll be honest. I was definitely still like, am I going to be relevant enough to, to be cool, cool enough for these dudes? It was definitely a question for sure. But, but that wasn't, that wasn't what, what I was afraid of as much as <laughs> it, it, there was a genuine, a genuine fear of like, uh, are these guys going to like, see this as a value enough for them to, to actually be, be here? Because I, because I know, I just know, I just know high school. I just know life. It just, there's always something busy. There's always something that's going to seem more, you know, just desirable to go do or, you know, and, and so I was like, I just was concerned that there was going to be enough of that buy-in from a group of high school seniors to, to really get anywhere. Like that was going to be, be meaningful. It would not just, just to be like the like surface level stuff. And so, man, I, but just, I have to give all of you guys just, just props and honor to just say like it, it was, it, it wasn't just, um, I recognize now, you know, there's, there is such a an intentionality that people have to, to take when it comes to, uh, the commitment to being connected and into some, in something over a course of time, because it, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen overnight. And, those relationships, I think even now, a lot of why people don't have the kind of community relationships they wish that they had is because they're unwilling to stay committed beyond the surface level stuff because it takes a little bit of that time that they're going like, I don't have the time to, to do that. But you guys were willing to stick to stick in it. And I think it, it paid off uh, in a way that I go, man, when I think back on that season, when I think back on ministry over the last six to seven years, I will look back on that and these, you, your relationships and go, that was more, that was the more meaningful stuff that I got to be a part of. And I can, I can feel that because of the phone calls that I still get or the, the text messages or the Marcos that are like, Chase, yo, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Or Chase, like, I just want to celebrate this with you you know like to tell me i want to share something good that's happening in my life or to like pray can you pray for me uh, i'm going through this thing and like man that that for me god it's so much more it's just so much more it's of a privilege than i then i could then preaching to thousands of people or whatever else i mean the five of those relationships with you guys that i think about that what matters in life and uh and for me again part of this whole podcast is you know thesis of of that 52 project is, is be, I haven't, ex, what I'm experienced with you guys in that season. And even still to this day was something that I, I, it was, it feels like it's rare. And uh, I'm just so thankful that y'all really dove in the way that you did, because it, it, it wasn't something I could have made happen on my own. It was definitely you know a contribution from each one of you in different and unique ways. Um, I, I, we can't, we can't like, have a podcast episode with you know with all of with each of the three of you here and really you know daniel and, and brenner are also very much a part of these conversations but without you know highlighting the fact that probably 80 to 90 percent of our conversations over that year had to do with girls and relationships jono and a girl yeah. <laughs> don't just say girls jonathan and a I, girl. I can't be calling me out like that she may not be named <laughs> but we, well, we there's more there's more than one like it's not like we're talking about 
fun. There's there, <laughs> that's no, that's that's just what I always remember is yeah. that line right there in the yes. Marco Polos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's we, awesome. but we, we had many a conversations with, with, and I, th- this is Jonathan was a primary was a primary stakeholder of these conversations, but. Uh, at some point, every single one of you guys was, uh, I got to be involved in the, just in somewhat of the realm of like, I like, man, I just gave me like, what do I, like, how do I navigate this? What is, you know, what does this look like? And, uh, and I, so we got to just, you know, just, just talking about that for a moment, because I think, I think for the, for the, uh, the people that are in the same season that maybe you guys are in with, with where, you know, where you are and, or uh, the, the, the guys out there or the gals out there that uh, you know, when it comes to the desire to be in a relationship or married one day from, from, from some perspective up to this point, you know uh, in your relational, like in your relationship experience in history, Man, do you guys have any like just nuggets of wisdom that you can impart to to the listeners about up to this point in your in your young career, young relationship careers that you would say, man, I, I this is something I'm I'm I've learned or I'm learning. Uh, I just would love to hear some of the wisdom that's coming out of you guys in this season of your life. So what's coming to the top of your head or your heart? I can go first. First of all, you know, what a greater gift than you to have, you know, five young men you know having relationships with girls because we we know you are a lover of love you love you know relationships you love that space you are a a lover boy if you will so (laughs) no what what you are correct that we could give to you um i think the, the you know the coolest thing was um you mentioned how holly did um Holly was doing, you know, life group as well. Um, yeah, for the senior girls. I think. Well, didn't she have Andrea? Oh, you're. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was the junior girls. Yeah, because because you know me and my girlfriend now still Andrea. Yeah. She was in Holly's life group, and so that was even before her and I started getting yep. together. So I remember. We even got to a point where I was like, hey, Chase, I think I like, you know, this girl. And you knew it was coming yeah. already, yeah. you know, but um, we can get into that more. <laughs> but really, you know, I think for me, it was just every time I wanted to be in a relationship and looked for one, it turned out poorly. And then the one time I didn't want a relationship and I didn't want to be with someone, I'm still with them. You know, me and Andrea will be together four years on December 22nd. Just made it to being high school sweethearts. We started dating December of my senior year. That's awesome. Um, And it has been a lovely, you know, relationship. Uh, No, some good, bad times, but, you know, overall it's been amazing. So I'd say the biggest thing is if you're looking for a relationship, you're doing something wrong. Um, it'll work itself out because, you know, I wasn't looking for anything. I actually didn't want to be in a relationship right before I went off to college, but yeah. you know, it, it's how it happened. And yeah. It was great. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
that's good you were you were you were becoming the person that you know god was was calling you to be and while you were in pursuit of that journeying growing as just as a man yourself not focused on where that person was going to be you were just continuing that's that's like you're saying when the lord really brought brought somebody alongside that was kind of going in a similar direction at a similar pace and and line some of those things up but i mean i also got to give you a shout out the the challenge of you know the the long distance stuff and different things at times and you know college and all that stuff is it's a it's a that's a difficult you know there's a lot of difficult things i think a lot of people can resonate to to that four years uh is is a challenge when it comes to the high school connections and all of the things that the future holds and all that so so well done man and uh and you know holly and i we we love andrea obviously we love the Hanson family and, and, uh, we love, we love you guys. So it's, it's always been fun for us to get to be a part of that journey too, you know, over the, over the last few years and in, in different ways. So great, great wisdom there, that whole, if you're looking for it, it may not, it may not line up, but like, if you're not looking for it, timing's pretty big. And long distance relationships are possible. They suck, but it's possible. You yeah. can make it work if it's, yeah. if it's really meant to happen. Yeah. Yep, that's good. Okay, uh, gentlemen down here, any, any kind of just like something you you nuggets you've learned over these these years that you you can impart? Yeah. Uh. So just real quick, piggybacking off what Tyler said, couldn't agree more. Um. Both relationships that I've been in in my life have came out of a season where I wasn't looking for it. Um. One of them, you know. I had to wait a long time before getting into that relationship. But when I found that person initially, I wasn't looking for a relationship. So um, definitely wise words there. Um, my bit of info would be whether you're in a relationship or it's someone you are interested in, uh, that person, he or she is not going to be your everything. And if they are, then you're probably not ready for them. Um, yeah. Like you, you need to make sure that first and foremost, God is, is at the center of your life and their life. And that's not going to happen. Like they can mean a lot to you. That's a good thing, but they can't be your whole life. You need to have a life outside of this person. Um whether or not that's you doing your things with your friends or you two doing things together with other people. But if you think it's just you two against the world, um, like it's, it's going to be a rough ride. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great wisdom. Great wisdom. Well, I don't want to top any of those. I can't even go after that. Oh, dude. here we go. John. We're you waiting. Got it. You, you got this brother. No, I mean, yeah, I think everyone here kind of knows more about me than the people listening. But um, I mean, I could come up with something like really flowery, flowery, and it would sound great. Um, but I think the main thing is just uh, what I've learned is like to listen to wise counsel. Uh, I, that was something I definitely didn't do a lot of in uh, a relationship that meant a lot to me and that I'm still uh, unfortunately kind of like still kind of processing through 
all of that stuff. But I mean, not listening to wise counsel is a big uh, mistake that can bite you in the butt. Uh, and then I remember a time at Whitworth actually, where I really felt like I like received a word from the Lord and I might've told Chase about it maybe at some point. And I basically just like ignored it. Um, and so from that moment on, everything just kind of went downhill and that's not a God is punishing me. Right. But uh, that just forever marked in my head, okay, like God's serious. Like he's saying something I have to listen and not uh, joke around with this. So, yeah. Yeah. Can, can I add something to that? Totally, totally. So going off what Jonathan said, like, yes, that is great. Having someone to counsel you, going a step further, finding uh, someone that you can look to as a mentor, both individually and as a couple is huge. If you can find someone that like you as a couple can meet up with this person and a couple, um, like I know I had the privilege of chasing Holly um, for a couple double dates that was huge, but also just being able to go to chase individually uh, one-on-one and just talk about things and seeking out that counsel like Jonathan was talking about, it it makes a huge difference. So find a couple that is like the way that you want to be as a couple, that you want to strive to be and pursue that couple's mentorship because the more time you spend with them, the closer you're going to become to achieving those goals. Yeah. It's really good. All, yeah, all three of you, well done. And and John, I'd say too, bro. One of the things that has been so uh just so impressed me, just even in general about you. But one of the things that just was highlighted as you communicated your kind of your your nugget of wisdom there about wise counsel and um is your what are you are you are you rocking like a cool twenty one twenty two right now? Twenty two, baby. Yeah. One, two, two. Uh, at so at, at a at a at a smooth and cool twenty two, you're you you have the ability and the and the and the awareness to to see what you just said, and you know I just think that that's that's just years ahead of where a lot of people are at their ability to to recognize and acknowledge the value of wisdom and counsel in their life and 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 be like I want that like to have that kind of feeling and sense of like you've been able to see some of the the things in your life that you you know you could have maybe listened to or whatever a little bit different and and recognize like you would have been better off if you did to to have that at 22 with your whole life in front of you is just massive bro and that's a testament to I, I think it's a testament to your um your quick pivot you know to coming back to the Lord in those moments and and continuing to stay tethered to the, to the relationships and the people. I mean, so often I think what happens in people's lives is they, they experience some form of like, they, you know, maybe they don't listen to counsel or whatever else. And then they, they, that's the end of those relationships or those, those people that have spoken into those spaces. And I have just loved part of your journey, how, you you've you've been just you've owned your own world you've owned your stuff in a way that is 
when I think about how God works with actual people, uh, like in real life, um, I think he just loves that kind of humility and that kind of quick ownership of just being able to acknowledge what you just did. A lot of people aren't doing that at 25, 28, 30, 35. They're still prideful in a way that says like, I don't really need anybody else's counsel here. I can kind of do my own thing, my own way. And uh, so I just want to, I just want to say, I'm really proud of you because to, to have that kind of maturity and wisdom at 22 and be able to see that is massive, bro. It's massive. And it's, it's real. I see it happening in you, you know? So well, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, great, great little nuggets there boys. And uh, what I know, obviously as somebody who knows maybe more than everybody listening to some degrees like that, you, you guys really have have and are living that stuff out and uh, you're, you're the kind of men that you know are 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 so respectable in so many different categories but one of them that stands out with the, all three of you is that you are you you do live what you preach like you're you're you are your character filled men in that in that space you're not just talk talk the talk kind of people uh and in today's day it seems as if uh, this younger generation, if you will, I'd put it your guys' generation in this category. It just seems like there's a there's a there's a larger gap between uh, between men and women of character and men and women who don't don't have character than there has been in previous generations. And, and so, um, I just respect the heck out of that. And I think people feel it when they're around you. Uh, Patrick, I said this to you as we were you know wrapping up, hanging out the other day. Just that there's there is a a character that and, and a faithful consistency that precedes you and and you are part of that faithfulness and consistency and character that people have seen over the course of time is part of what's going to create that equity of impact because you know you you're when you speak people listen there's it's because your your life is backed up what you're what you're saying and and you don't have to prove to them with your words because look at the track record kind of thing and, and people are able to go oh yeah it's obvious this dude is the is the real deal and i want to listen to what he's saying i want to get around him and listen uh to what what kind of wisdom he can bring to to my life you, you've already got that at 23 24 where are you, where are you at you're you're I'm still 22, actually. Oh my gosh! Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Not not that big of a gap in the group. Jono's Jono's like the same age as him. Jono's really old for our grade. Yeah, old and wise, old and wise. Yeah, for sure. I don't sure. know about that second part. <laughs> the, uh, and, and and just Tyler, I'm thinking about the way that you over your senior year with us you know all of the transition and the the challenges that preceded the, the the you coming even into that that new um that new season of senior year from where you were at like i mean it, you just so easily could have just been like i'm gonna just i'm just gonna do me i'm not gonna worry about like trying to get to know a, a darn soul like i'm gonna play football i'm gonna get decent grades and finish this thing out and go and do do college and you know, make my parents proud and all that stuff. And, and, um, you know, I just watched the Lord kind of get, get, get a hold of your heart in a deepened way that, that year. And then you, you but, but it, again, it was the Lord, but like you had to be, you had to be receptive to what the Lord was doing. 
and then willing. I mean, I remember there was moments where like being around people and talking, uh, you know, sharing like just that, like there were times where you were like, I don't even know if I want to, you know, be there in those environments. If there's the chance that like, and I'm not talking about just life group, but like, you know, youth group or just other, other environments where I watched you continue to let the Lord stretch you out of your comfort zone. And even though again, senior year, it could have easily been the, like, I'm, I, I'm going to run in my lane, stay comfortable, know what, know what's familiar for me and not take those kind of risks. Man, you, you let the Lord stretch you in places that, uh, I think what, I think what happened is you gave him access to areas of your life, your senior year that really went into your, your college years, um, that, that stretched you and informed you in like different areas of who you are as a man that, uh, very easily you could have been like, I'm not going to do that. And it would have been years later that it would have been developed that you've already like have seen mature, matured and walking in maturation now that, uh, that, you know, it's, it's, it just draws people to you, bro. You're, you're a born leader and there's definitely a, uh, a sense of like, no matter what you do, financial advising, um, you know, you, I, I just loved your engagement with, uh, the, the, the boys and girls club stuff when it comes to like pouring into the next generation, like caring for people. Um, you've got a, you, you've got a bunch of people that are following you, whether you realize it or not. And I think you're, you're going to have a lot more following you in the, in the years to come. So, um, just, just, I think about, I, I, I just, I can't, I can't believe what I, I got to get in the, the group of the five of you, you know, for the, the time that I got, cause I, I get to step back now and, uh, and just get to watch and, and go, all right, Lord, man, what, what are you going to keep doing with these guys' lives? And, uh, like how, how, how are you going to impact the kingdom of God with, with them? Because the way that I'm watching them step into these things is just, it's incredible. It's incredible. And there's so much that God has in front of you guys and Brenner and Daniel, uh, as well. And I, you know, I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure we can, if, if people are on TikTok, uh, you gotta go at least take a look at Brenner's world. Cause he, he's, nope. uh, he's got, a, he's got a niche there that he's, you know, you get a piece of who he is there. I don't know if Daniel is on any social media. He was at one point, but I don't know if he's on a grid. Because like I said, we just heard from him, and right. this yeah. is like we're talking a long time. It's been like three, four Daniel, years. Daniel, wherever you are, we love you. Yeah. We're so glad to finally get a text from you. Yeah, like where have you been? We got to catch up. Sometime. Daniel, yeah. Daniel, uh, Daniel could be like have. Wait, uh, here's like some scenarios that I I would not be surprised. A, like he's been a missionary for the last two or three years in like a like remote like like dangerous no phone dangerous no place yeah his phone go like eaten yeah. by some like alligator well, here, here's the thing i've on my bible app i see him completing plans there it so is. he has oh, access there to it the is there it is that mean that crazy. is daniel that is daniel right there i love that that's such a picture like so yeah you don't see him act, active on any social media but the dude is reading his word Maybe let's that's what he's go. been doing. He hasn't been active, and he's just reading the Bible. He's been a month let's go for with three that. years. He's just a freaking stud. So he's either been a missionary for three years, or he's like going to be the the new CEO of Twitter or X. You know, <laughs> X, yeah, yeah, X. Because uh, I just he's just he's brilliant, and he's yeah, he's he's such a he's great a leader. Smart team. guy. 
Yeah. And then if you do check out Brenner's TikTok, he I'm I'm gonna say he started the trend of the corona TikToks because you know he made a TikTok on Friday the thirteenth. No because that's the day that COVID started. That's what popped him off on TikTok. He made a TikTok yeah. about Corona starting on Friday the thirteenth. And no that's, way. that's that's where his fame came from. So if you look at it, check it out. I don't know what it is because I don't have a TikTok. I just know me neither. That way back then, and And same here. We don't subscribe to that. (laughs) Well, if you if you do, you should look at it. Oh man, (laughs) it it's uh, yeah. You know he's he's got he I I do have TikTok and I'm not on it often. But what I what I what I have seen is uh, his his skill set is pretty uh, it's pretty incredible from singing to his to his uh what's it called not da- he does dance too but like what's it what's gymnastics? it gymnastics yeah, gymnastics, it's gymnastics. Just, yeah. crazy no, acoustic have, guitar we yeah. would have brenner like when we would come over to my house and do like we would just try and get him to do backflips like he would yeah. just do them inside um and you know Brenner, I'm not gonna spoil his stuff, but he's got some huge things coming, like going on tour with, you know, theater group and stuff. So homie, homie is is doing it, and yeah. I am happy that he's you know stayed in touch with all of us, and I'm super yeah. proud of him. Yeah. Um, bummer we couldn't get him on tonight, but I am excited for him to listen. Yeah. He will. Yeah, he yeah. will. Brenner, Brenner, we love you. Yeah, Brenner, can't wait I love to see you him in the movies. And Daniel, we love you too. Yes. Yes. We love you, Daniel. Daniel's uh Daniel's slowly building an empire and he could say, have a beard. He could. He could have a beard. We, what if we, he's huge? What was it? What if he's, he's jacked? jacked? Yeah, dude, just, I just got this picture of a jacked Daniel walking gigantic. around. We're not even gonna right. recognize him. Chase, yeah. I have a question for you. Get it. This is the question here. What is your favorite? like memory besides one that like Ooh. you've already kind of said but like favorite memory of our life group it can be a specific marco polo it doesn't have to be me you can do <laughs> other things but what's like your favorite memory of our senior guys life group that is still stuck with you and impacted you along this 52 podcast project yeah Great I question. think he secretly wants it to be something. About he him. wants it to be something. <laughs> and that was that was twenty five that you held up, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah. no, no, no. Oh yeah, it's oh, reverse. It's reverse. Us, oh. Yeah. There, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, here's 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 what I'll say. Well, there's there's a there's a there was one life group time at Tyler's house, and uh, I I actually I don't actually remember what what it was i would just remember laughing like so much like that night and it was just like it was a different level of it was a different level of like belly laughing and like and jonna you were i mean it was we were listening to something related you were talking you were talking us through something i'm i'm I'm, that's where it was at but bro it was i remember i remember walking out of there and feeling like i haven't laughed that hard in a in a public <laughs> context in a long time and it was like it, it'll be a feeling that i will i won't forget i don't remember what we were laughing at or what was but that was 
that was cool. that was a memory. And then and then Marco Polo, it's gonna be the fact that the first 75% of all of your Marco Polos had to have <laughs> your face cut off because I I don't I really still to this day don't fully know why, but that was gonna be one of the ones. And then the day that you finally were like <laughs> pulled your face up all the way, and you know, I was like, dude, there he is. That will well, be a, a memory that the I the reasoning was that I would have this just like random acne. And so I would just like place it so that it would kind of just like cover it a little bit so that it, you guys would see me as this perfect face. Exactly. Yep. For sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was, I will always be like, that will stick in my mind forever. It was like just the half John O face Marcos <laughs> and just being like, dude, where, where's your mouth at? Like, why, why are you? <laughs> No, good. I was looking back a uh, couple weeks ago while I was at home and I found a video from when we were in Mexico and it's Chase and Jono when you two, I don't remember, you guys were having a staring contest <laughs> no. and it took forever just for Jono to even like be able to get it together enough to open his eyes. You know what it was? Oh man, one of these days I'm going to just post that video with no context and only the people that were there will will fully understand. You know what it was? <laughs> where where was I? I don't I was just it talking was, to somebody about it. It was right outside. Well, it was our, with me. It was with you in Mexico. Yeah. So so what we were doing was we, it was after you know, one of those longer days of ministry. It was maybe the it was, we were about to kind of go to bed, but it was like we were all outside hanging out before we we went in and had you know like lights off, quiet time, or whatever. And and Jono and I like got face to face, and it was like we the the whole premise of the the thing was close your eyes and then make on, a face on on oh. three. No, it was it was this. It was on three. Yeah, was this. When you open your eyes, look at the person that you're across. So me and Jono look at him with a look that you've never looked at anybody with before yeah <laughs> yeah it was so it was like it was like you had to mentally go like what, what even is that but like it, <laughs> yeah. so you you that was the look look at him like you've never looked at somebody before in your entire life and we both gave each other <laughs> gave each other that look at the same time and uh and that's what that, that that's where i think that video was that you know yeah. transpired. and then there was did somebody I think at one point it was me and you, and then in the yeah. middle of us closing our eyes, Wesley swapped out with you, and then we opened our <laughs> yeah. eyes. And that was just a really horrible moment for me. <laughs> I was really flabbergasted. Dude, that was, that was so funny. That was so much fun. Gosh dang, man. Jono, you you and every, every dude can attest to this. That's here. You, uh, the life that you brought that group and still do to the relationships, the people that you are on, you, you uh, are a personality that is, is, is constantly like infusing life into the people that are around you. And I know that you don't always feel that way. Like I'm sure that there's been moments and seasons where that might seem like it's more of a, something that you've got to put on for people in, in, you know, you've got actually got more going on under the surface, but, but there's also this piece of that, that's got this genuine, like the, the joy and the life that radiates out of you, man, it's contagious. And like, I've said this before to you, you know, all this isn't new, new stuff to you, but it's impossible to like, say your name or think about you without a smile, like coming to my face. Like it's just, it's just impossible. Like there, it, and it's not like, it's just, it's not a smile. Like I don't take you seriously. 
it's a smile of just like it's just all of those moments and things of just like the joy that you bring the life that you bring and it's just it's rare man there's just not a lot of people that have that gift you know because just it's just life is hard and you know it doesn't mean it's easy for you or anything like that but you you just have found a way to to be uh, more of a life giver than uh than a life sucker and it just seems like that's that's a gift that people need more of and and uh, it's been a big part I, I really have appreciated some of those moments man god dude you just you just <laughs> you just the, there are some things you say you're some things you say or do and i just like nobody else could say or do that but Adriano, <laughs> like there were there were life group meetings dedicated to what Jono had going on <laughs> and we would yeah. sit and he'd come in he's like guys i got something going on yeah. most of the time with the girls sometimes not and we just all kind of sit back and we're like all right he's gonna act this out and we're gonna yeah, listen yeah. <laughs> and enjoy the story and then you know we'll all kind of jump in and talk about how we're feeling but you know we did have some times where it was like all right Jono's talking yeah. he's he's gonna fill us in on what's going on yeah and we're gonna <laughs> We're gonna tag team this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So the 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 way I want to wrap up the combo for tonight, which by the way, you guys are doing a great job. I know it's I know it's late and uh and uh you guys are you guys are all naturals already. So uh the the way that I wanna wrap up, I I ask this question every podcast to to every guest, and it's just around the the for me, the why I'm doing this beyond just the the project itself uh is I, I mean i'm just passionate and part of this was exemplified in our times together in life group uh to just help people get freed up from the things holding them back in life so they could build up who god made them to be uh i just i, I love helping people get freed up because there's just so many things that in life we we get bound by and uh and getting the experience freedom to to be who we were made to be there's just nothing like it What's something in your life that you can you can think about a season that you've walked through and it doesn't have to be long, you know, or just not to be expounded upon as much as just something that you would say stands out to you in your life that you've been held back by, that you've overcome in into being who you were made to be, and or you are currently learning to overcome. So maybe it's not gone and you're having over, but like it's it's there and you're 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 watching the overcoming process in your life now uh, into who you're made to be what's something that stands out when you think about that for your life for me uh i'm probably gonna mess this up as i say which is gonna be ironic you guys are welcome to laugh i might not though but for me it would just be uh kind of in the process but also basically have overcame this fear of my stutter and stuttering uh as i speak or you know i'm just talking to friends or in at my job like i'm a server uh at a restaurant and you know that's talk heavy and i don't stutter over there and i'm not stuttering on that word right now amen praise the lord praise the lord um but yeah just kind of overcoming that fear in the public sense because it's uh very annoying and embarrassing and weird and hard so yeah yeah bro and and to first of all thanks for sharing just just the 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 vulnerability there just appreciate that your the your journey of walking through that since i've since you were a high school student and you know i got to be part of that 
just man, I I'm just so proud of you. Just so proud of you. And you I mean just on a real practical sense, you, you this entire conversation tonight, you've like you you're 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 just crushed it. There's not there's it's you can tell like the amount of just work you've put into that world and not giving up and and I just man, it's it's impressive. So thanks for being vulnerable. And uh and yeah. I know there's a lot more people that that's part of their journey than people realize or understand. And so you're, you're even giving some voice right now to other people that have wrestled with that world and maybe just feel like too embarrassed to talk about it or bring it up or feel like they have to be quiet because they don't want to fear uh, messing something up in that way. And so they're wrestling all the time with like the insecurity of that. And I think even just you sharing just that little snapshot is going to be something that really is helpful for people yeah. to, to get freed up in that space. So thanks for sharing. That's sweet. Thank you. I think for, for me, the thing that I'm, it's something that can never fully be overcome, but that is a process that you're always going through of overcoming is just overcoming the, the fact that there are going to be highs and lows in life. Um, whether that's in relationships, your spiritual life, finances, like there's going to be lows regardless of how right you do things. And that's the way that we learn and grow and move forward. Yeah. Um, and the thing where a lot of people get caught up is when they're in those lows, they don't think that there's any coming back from that. And the big thing uh, for me is is just learning like, okay, I'm in a low right now, but how do I get through it as quickly as possible and then avoid it for as long as I can? Because I know it's always going to come back. I'm always going to have to go through it. But how do I overcome it as quickly as possible? And then once I'm through that, how do I how do I ride the high out for as long as I can? And how do I learn from the lows that I've been through? Yeah. Yeah. Again, 20, at 22 you're you're already thinking and, and talking like that man that's 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 like that's i'm 32 and i that's like wisdom that's like in the next 10 to 15 years kind of ahead of me when i think about like that kind of ability to see something from that perspective so yeah well done I appreciate that tyler what you, what are you thinking man i think for me um if I was to look back on all the stupid stuff that I've done, which there's plenty, <laughs> um, I would sum it up to, you know, just trying to paint this picture or this image of, you know, who I am, whether it's I want to be, you know, the perfect child or the perfect you know, example of how to be, or if I'm trying to do the opposite and wanting to make some poor decisions and do it intentionally. Um, I think the whole time, like in my life, those have come from just worrying about what other people think. And, you know, I can confidently say that it's not that I, I don't care what people think about me anymore. Um, Cause I think that's important to care about, but I don't change myself to make them see me any differently. Um, I just kind of, am the way that I am and I feel like through a lot of you know mistakes and learning I've gotten to a point where I mean we all have flaws but 
you know, I'm not ashamed of who I am and what I have to offer. And I stand pretty confidently in that. And uh, I just think it's important to embrace who you are. And, you know, it's, it's honestly not fun to try to be cool. It's a lot more fun to just, you know, be yourself. I recently, I just got back from leading at a wildlife camp with some middle schoolers and I'm helping lead them. And it's like, I could, you know, be too cool for all the random weird stuff going on that's <laughs> for fun, or I can just go all in. And so, yeah. like, I did a freeze dance competition with other leaders. I can't <laughs> dance, but I'm just like, like, this sounds fun. Like, I'll do it. Um, so that was another just reminder of how much fun it is to not worry about yeah. changing yourself in in order to have some sort of perception of yourself and just being genuine, it goes a long way. People can pick up on it. You yeah. know, they, they know when people aren't being authentic. So it's a lot easier to just be yourself. Yeah. So good. So good. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Pra- praise. praise. Preach. It. Preach, preach it. No, no. I'm, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm so, uh, yeah, I'm just so proud of you. I'm so proud of you guys. You guys are, you're all three of you here right you know i i could say this around brenner and daniel as well but just for the three of you here when i think about my two boys you know i have two boys and two girls for those that don't you know know our my kids and stuff but weston and Bo, uh who've actually you know had more time around both patrick and tyler john they haven't had a ton of time around you yet but what i would say here is true for you as the two of these guys here but I, I, I think about life now when I think about being a man, when I think about what it what it looks like to be a good man and a man of impact and a man of influence for, for the good, uh, a man of God. Like I, I think about it now in, in terms of like who who I I want my sons to be around so they catch some of that if they're not gonna catch it from me, or who they can catch it around in addition to catching it from me. And the uh, the three of you are are guys that like you know undoubtedly i would be able to go weston and Bo go hang out with those guys and go 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 be around them because what's going to come out of them is going to be this the kind of stuff that i want you guys to be as men one day and i mean like that if you were to try to put it in one like one little like in one little nutshell like to me like that's that's success that's winning like that's that's a mark of like when it comes to showing something that that is bigger than you know even the college degrees or the bank accounts or the you know investment properties or the music accolades or all of the things that you guys are going to do and see and experience that are going to be great but like the who you are as men who you're becoming as men men of god um, maybe one day husbands, maybe one day dads, uh, et cetera, is, is good. It's honoring to the Lord. And it's, it's, it's something that when I look at my sons being men, I could say, okay, go, go look at these guys and get around them. And, uh, and you're going to have a good picture of what it looks like to be, to be a good man and a man of God. So, uh, I, I love you. I love you guys and I'm thankful for the way that the Lord crossed our paths four years ago and that the fact that we're still having a conversation like we got to have tonight it just feels crazy to me it doesn't feel like it's uh 
it should be what it is, but it is because of the way that the Lord kind of moved in, in that season. And, and, uh, I can't wait to see what the Lord continues to do in and through your lives. I mean, I'm in your corner and there won't be a phone call or a text <laughs> or a Marco Polo that will be uh, ever inconveniencing me. Even if I don't respond in the moment, you'll you, see it. You'll yeah, see it 100%. and you'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, That's exactly what he told me last week. He sees them and he thinks about it, even if we don't see him thinking about it. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Oh my gosh! But it, but it, but this, this is true for all of you too. I told this to Patrick that for me, the the fact that you are and and again, Tyler, you're very much in this. Jonna, you have been very much in this as well. But I told this to Patrick, and I was like, for you to keep pursuing me even in those times when it's like okay i think i've called chase three times now and he hasn't called me back you know so you know you have that moment as just any normal human would that's like i mean should i call him a fourth time because it feels like three is plenty and if he hasn't responded then maybe but but the that you but that you do call a fourth time and it's in that kind of moment for me that i go man i'm so thankful these guys are are pursuing me despite the the lack of times where because <laughs> because for me for me in my life um you know at the deep level of like talk about the the things that chase merrill has wrestled with and through the most throughout my life up to this point it's the deeper fear of rejection and and the worry of disappointing people and and a lot of my life in in relationships have been plagued with um, the thought of like, I'm just got a long list of people that I'm disappointing because I can't meet an expectation that they have. And so when there are people in my life, like the way that you, you guys have, you three have demonstrated that even if I'm not able to meet <clears throat> the expectation or the desire of what that looks like, but you keep pursuing me, it just is, a, it, it means more than you understand. So that it's a it's it continues to impact me to this day and it it's a joy it's a joy to get to be in your guys lives and to be be a, be a phone call away for the ups and the downs to call and go man i'm having one of the worst days of my life chase can you just pray for me or man i'm about to make a you know a, a amazing sale or a purchase or a big decision that's gonna change my life that i want to celebrate that i get to be there in those moments too so just uh holly and i are in your ass corner and can't wait to continue to see what the lord does with with each one of you and brenner and daniel if you listen to this too uh you guys are right there as well just excited to continue to see what god does with your guys lives so thanks for joining me tonight boys what a what a treat what a privilege this is you just made history. This I've never had a podcast. Uh, technically, I had one episode. Episode, uh, it would have been episode two, on the podcast where Holly, my wife, was on it, and she was holding our baby Joy. So technically, there was three, but I've never had four. You know, four total in the room. So this is a is a history making podcast right here. Come on, the Chase Merrill podcast, and uh, it was it was well well worth it. Well worth it. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, it was. Well worth the wait, the hour-long wait. It was well worth it. <laughs>
I'm just uh, glad we got it in. We got it oh, in. Yeah. Well, with that, everybody, thanks for listening. And until next time, see you later. <laughs>